Grace, peace, and the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to all of you. Today, as I said, we celebrate a most important day in the history of Christianity <coughs> and the Church, which is a Good Friday. And many people may say, why we call it Good Friday, although it is a sad Friday. Jesus was crucified, and so why you call it Good Friday? Actually, it's good for us. So, when we say Good Friday, it means good for us. And also, it's good for the Lord himself, because he had finished his work on the earth. So a Good Friday is a day where there was a trial, the conviction, the torture, and the death of our Lord Jesus Christ by his crucifixion on the cross. And we find also other names for the Good Friday. It's uh, from different churches or different backgrounds, especially from Europe, by the way. So some people, they call it a Great Friday because it is the greatest Friday in the whole year. <laughs> some people, they call it Holy Friday. Others, they call it the Friday of Easter means a Friday that before Easter. And some, they call it God's Friday. God's Friday. And why it comes for this word, God's Friday? Actually, the first people who used this word, God's Friday, are... German, where is Mr. <laughs> Richard? Where are you, man? I'm sitting right here. So you are a German. I'm a German. So you are the first one to say it, God's Friday. Yeah. By go. the way, the, the German what, did what? a lot for the Holy oh, Week. Uh, God's Friday. Good Friday. God's Friday. God's Friday. Good Friday. And you need to tell you the German word, or you know you know it. Good, 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 good. Free tag. Good free tag. Good. So now you correct me. Yeah. Good free tag. So again. Tag. 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 So again the first. The first to use this term, God's Friday, were Germans. And the, in Roman, they used another word also for Friday. They call it Long Friday, because Jesus had a long day since he was arrested till he died on the cross. And this actually happened after uh, he instituted the sacrament of his body and blood. And then uh, he went to Gethsemane to pray. 
and the soldiers of the temple arrested him in Gethsemane. And this was almost, you can say, uh, after midnight, so, or early, very early on Friday. So they caught him midnight of Thursday, which is the beginning of Friday for the Jews. And they continued all this time till he was crucified on Friday at uh, the time he was crucified and dead was 3 p.m. So it was a long day. So they call it Long Friday. So we have many names for the Good Friday. Number one, Good Friday, Great Friday, Lord Friday, God's Friday, uh, Holy Friday, Easter Friday. So all these names actually used by different groups of Christians uh, from generation to generation, and all of them talk about this designated Friday as the day Jesus died and was on the cross for this time. And we need to know exactly what happened. So since the Last Supper, and why they call it the Last Supper? Because this is the last time Jesus ate. So this was the last supper and the last food he had before he went to the cross. So what happened is very early in the morning uh, on, early morning doesn't mean uh, 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever, no. Actually, after they arrested him in Gethsemane, they took him to the high priests. And as I said before, he should be tried by both the religious authority and then the governmental authority. So the religious authority represented by Sanhedrin or mainly by the high priests. So the people, the soldiers who arrested him were the soldiers of the temple. You need to know that. And the soldiers of the temple were Romans because no single soldier can be a Jew because the Romans didn't trust Jews. So the soldiers of the temple were Romans. So they arrested Jesus and brought him to uh, the high priest who was Caiaphas at this time and the teachers of the Jewish law and the elders also, all of them assembled. This includes the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the teachers of the law and uh, all of them assembled to judge Jesus. On the same time when they took him to the court of the temple, means they tried him, Peter, so what I'm talking now are the chronologic, chronological order. 
So this is very good for you to keep it and save it. The chronological order, what happened exactly minute by minute or hour by hour. So after they took him to the Sanhedrin where the court of the temple and they started to try him, Peter at this time was out and he was far from Jesus. And this is the time he denied Jesus Christ. When one of the soldiers told him, you are one of his disciples and he denied for three times and you know the crew after that shout and this is what Jesus told him. So number one, arrested in Gethsemane. Number two went with him to the Caiaphas, the high priest with the uh, Pharisees, scribes and Sadducees. And at the same time, Peter was outside. So he denied Jesus three times. So the chief priests and the whole court looking for any false evidence against him. They tried to find any false accusation to put Jesus to death. And they didn't find anything. And because they didn't find anything, they found false witnesses. And this is the problem. They found false witnesses to say that Jesus, yeah, is the one who tried to make trouble and is the one who tried to let the people away from the teachers and the Pharisees and so on. So they didn't find any accusation against him, but they found false witnesses who came forward. And finally they said, he is guilty. How? Jesus is a blasphemous. Jesus is the one who had a blasphemy. And the blasphemy means you deny God. You say that God of Israel or the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is not your God. And so this was the only reason or the only accusation in religious authority that they can put somebody to death. So they have false witnesses to say that Jesus was a blasphemous or he did a blasphemy against the God of Israel. What happened after that? So they took him from the place of uh, uh, the high priest or from the Sanhedrin and had him before Pontius Pilate. Before they put him before Pontius Pilate, they put him in prison. I need you to know this. So Jesus was prisoned or jailed for maybe two or three hours because it was very late night and they waited till the morning to have him before Pontius Pilate. In this time, when they put him in prison, Judas, the Iscariot, 
hung himself. So very, very early on the day of Friday, the chief priests and the elders made their plans how to execute Jesus. And also at the same time, Pontius Pilate was waiting because he was the Roman governor of the area during this time. Judas went and committed suicide and died. And before he did that, he felt very guilty and he returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. But for sure, they didn't take the money back because it is the price of a blood. And in Hebrew tradition, the price of a blood cannot be returned or refunded. But what they do is to purchase a field or a land to use it as a grave, mass grave for the needy or poor people. For this reason, they call this field of Dama. Dama in Hebrew and the Arabic means blood. So with the 30 pieces of silver, the high priest purchased this mass grave for the poor and needy. So now we have Peter denied him, and we have Judas now committed suicide. So you need to know these facts. Judas committed suicide before Jesus was tried before the Romans. But after he was tried by the religious leaders, he committed suicide. Then Jesus stood before Pontius Pilate as the governor of the area, and he started to put the charges against him that he took from the Jewish court. And Pontius was so amazed that Jesus didn't try to deny the charges. And as I said before, the only people who didn't have the right to come uh, contradict uh, any charges or to defend themselves are the slaves. They don't have any rights like anyone. So he asked Jesus many times, do you have something to say? Can you defend yourself? I heard that you are uh, the king of the Jews. Are you a king? And Jesus answered, you said, you said it means I am a king, but my king is not from this world. During this time, Pontius Pilate didn't find any way to help him. And there was a custom for the festival of the Passover that every year a prisoner could be released by the crowd. And Pontius Pilate thought that this is a good way to release Jesus. So he said, you have this custom or this tradition that every year you need or you ask for releasing a well-known prisoner, means very criminal person. And the people shout, we need to release Parabas. 
was a very criminal and he did all the kinds of crim crimes in his time. So what Pontius Pilate did, he brought Barabbas and he brought Barabbas and Jesus and asked them, whom do you want me to release? And he was hoping that they can say Jesus. But unfortunately, all of them said Barabbas. And then he told them, what do you want me to do with Jesus? And all of them answered, crucify him, crucify him. And he didn't commit any crime. So Pontius, unfortunately, he signed the order to execute Jesus by crucifixion. And by the way, Barabbas after that believed in Jesus Christ and he became one of the early strong missionaries of Christianity and he spread the Christianity in many locations in his time. And after that, so here we have the two judgments. The first one from the religious leaders and the second one from Pontius Pilate. And the other said the religious leaders don't have the power or the authority to execute any sentence except by the Romans. So if they say we need to execute uh, Jesus to kill him, crucify him. This is just a recommendation to the Roman authority. And then the Roman authority, they can decide finally the final decisions. So now the decision was done that Jesus should be crucified. The next is, so they took Jesus from the court of Pontius Pilate and uh, the soldiers started to mock him. So they stripped him and they put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. And they put a staff in his right hand and they mocked him when they knelt in front of him mocking uh, say, you are the king of the Jews. And as you know, Pontius Pilate at the beginning, he didn't like to take all the responsibilities, so he sent it to another governor, and the another governor returned it back, Jesus, to Pontius Pilate, and Pontius Pilate had the final decision. So now they took Jesus, and as I said, they stripped him from his clothes and then they started the process of crucifixion. The process of crucifixion, which was uh, the only way they execute or they kill in the time of the Romans or in the Roman government in general, it has a process. And the process if, of crucifixion is, number one, starting by weeping, flogging the person who was condemned. And this is what they did. 
So they flagged Jesus 39 ones, and I told you yesterday how it looked like. It made from the nerves of the cows, and each one has seven branches, and each branch ended end by a pole of copper, and diameter is one inch. So every one of them made seven deep wounds in Jesus. And some, when you look at some movies like uh, Passion of Christ, or when you read it in the Bible, you imagine that they flogged him on his back. But actually, this is not absolutely correct. So they flogged him front and back. So they, they whipped him on his chest and also on his back. For this reason, all his ribs were broken. And also, many vertebrae from the vertebral column was also, were also broken. His muscles uh, started to be like small pieces severe blood because the muscles are very rich in the blood supply severe pain for sure because this touches the nerves there are peripheral nerves and there are also central nerves so this process touches both the peripheral nerves and the central nerves maybe many stuff happened to him but there is no details in the Bible medically. But we can understand that after they flogged him, he lost at least 50% of his blood. And when he lost this amount of blood, he entered into what we call hypovolemic shock, means when the blood uh, amount decreased in the body, the person entered into a shock. Shock means he fainted, he didn't feel anything, he has very low blood pressure, very low uh, sugar level, and so on. So he for sure had this shock and may, may stay for some time. So after that, so this is the first step, and you know the details, it's very hard. The second is to ask him or force him to carry his cross. But because they tortured him severely, he fell by the cross three times. Jesus fell on ground by the cross three times. And so they asked a man by the name of Simon from Cyrene to come and help him to carry the cross. And he helped him and they came to a place called Golgotha. And the Golgotha means in Greek, skull. And the history of this area, they used to bury many people there and so they refers to uh, this area as Golgotha, means the skull, and the Jews 
Jewish tradition also, they call it the valley of death. So David talked about the valley of death in his Psalms, but also Jesus, they brought him to Golgotha where he was crucified. And for this reason, we, we usually, when we have an art with Christ on the cross, in the icons of the early churches, they used to have a skull with two bones under the cross. The meaning here is, he defeated death. Death has no power anymore under the cross and also related to the place where they crucified him. And then after they crucified him, they used long nails. The nails are about uh, three and they have to four inches. So when you read it in the Bible, it's, you don't imagine how big are these nails. So they are about 3.5 to four inches and they are thick also. Their diameter may be uh, three quarter of an inch. So they hanged him from his hands. They put the nails in his wrist. All the picture you see on, on the palm of his hand are wrong. So they put the nail in the wrist. Why? Because in the palm of the hand cannot hold the body. So they need to put it between the two bones of uh, the forearm in the wrist area. So it was so, so painful. This area, by the way, is full of nerves, arteries, and veins. It's very, very, very painful. And so this is what they did with the hands, with the legs. They had two, the two feet, feet together. So they put one over the other. And then they kneeled two together by one nail. It's also very sensitive, so a lot of pain, plus a lot of bleeding. So I had a lot of bleeding other than flogging him. It's from the thorns on his head, from the nails in his hands, from the nails in his feet, and so on. So you can imagine the horrible uh, scene that Jesus was in during crucifixion. And uh, this happens from the third hour. Third hour in Hebrew calendar means 9 a.m. our time. So this happened, all this happened from the 9 a.m., which is the third hour, their calendar, to 12, which is noon, which our time, uh, their time, it is the six hours. So all the process of crucifixion, hanging him on the cross, nailing him, 
uh, and also including the flogging before and all of this took from three the third hour to the sixth hour means three hours only and at this point he said I am thirst so they mixed the wine with uh, uh, vinegar and they gave it to him and when he tasted he refused it and he didn't drink it at this time when he was on the cross the soldiers had his garment and they tossed uh, to see who can take the garment and they at this time mocked him oh this is Jesus the king of the Jews There are two thieves, two criminals, uh, crucified with him, one on the right, one on the left. And at the beginning, by the way, at the beginning of both of them, they used to mock him and to attack him, both of them. One of the Gospels mentioned this very clear. But after a while, one of them, started to talk to Jesus as God Lord remember me when you come in your kingdom and he started to attack the other criminal on the other side and he told him we did wrong we did mistakes we did crimes and we have to be punished for our crimes but this man is innocent he didn't do anything wrong and then he said to the Lord, remember me when you come in your kingdom. And here I stopped one day to think. So what happened to this criminal person? At the beginning he used to mock Jesus, he used to attack with the other uh, criminal person. So what happened to him? And the only a prediction I can have or you can have is this something revealed to this criminal person on the cross to reveal to him that this crucified Jesus is God maybe the father revealed something to him I don't know but there is something happened so when you read the Bible you need to think why this man changed his mind there is something happened to him God or the father revealed it to him by a way or another that this is Jesus the incarnate God in flesh and he died for you and for every human being so after this from the time of the six hour to the nine hour which is from noon till 3 p.m there was a severe darkness on the land severe darkness on the land and severe wind by the way many people couldn't stand at the cross when Jesus was so many of them left and the storm started to come and on the ninth hour which is 3 p.m. Jesus 
died on the cross. And by a loud voice, he say, my God, my God, why you have forsaken me? And I will talk also about the words of Jesus on the cross. So in his, in your hand, I commit my spirit and he died. So again, the process of crucifixion started from the third hour, Hebrew calendar, which is 9 a.m. till noon, which is uh, six hours Hebrew. And then there was a darkness, severe darkness on the land from the six to the nine, ninth hour. And Jesus Christ died at the ninth hour Hebrew calendar, which means 3 p.m. And then they took uh, Jesus from the cross because it was Saturday is coming, as you know, and uh, some people say, went to Pilate and told him uh, we should not keep the bodies on the cross till Saturday because it was this Saturday was called High Saturday. And the High Saturday is the Saturday that usually comes after Passover or comes on Passover. And there is only one, uh, there is only one uh, High Saturday in the year. And this is called annual Saturday. As I said, maybe the one at or before the Passover. So Jesus on this day, it was the holy high annual Saturday and they should not keep anybody's on the cross. So they went to Pilate and asked him, or the other soldiers may say, oh, can we break his bones and the other two? And usually when they break bones, it's not a simple word as you read. So what they do is that they come with a heavy, heavy tool, uh, like 10 bound, 15 bound, something like that, like hammer, and they hit the knee joints, both sides. And uh, those who know that uh, this is very, very painful and also let the person enters into a shock. And this is called the pain shock. And the pain shock is one of the main reasons that can kill uh, uh, the person. For example, in accidents, why the people killed? By the way, the people in accidents, mostly they are killed before they got hit. I hope you know this. So in accident, the people got killed before they got hit. And what is the reason? It is called shock. 
So they were killed from shock, more than killed from uh, the damage or the injury or whatever that happened to them. And so they used to break the knees. And within five to 10 minutes, the people died at, at once. So five, 10 max. So when they came to do that to Jesus, they found him dead. So as you know, the soldier had the spear and he uh, had it on his side and uh, it came water and blood and there is a medical uh, interpretation for this, but it's not the time. Anyway, they said, oh, the soldier who did this, he said, really, this was the son of God. So they took Jesus from the cross and buried him uh, as you know. So what I need to talk now is about uh, the words that Jesus said on the cross and also the chronological order of these words. Very important for us to know. The first word Jesus said on the cross, let me summarize first what happened exactly on this Holy Friday or Good Friday, and then I will talk about these words. Number one, they arrested Jesus in Gethsemane. Number two, they brought him to the high priests. So this was before the morning on Friday. But on Friday itself, number one, they brought Jesus before Pontius Pilate. Number two, they asked him uh, to carry the cross and before that was flogging him and all of this. He fails the first time. So this is number one, fail. Number two, Jesus meets his mom, who was so sorrowful for sure. Number five, Simon of Cyrene, was there and he helped him to carry the cross. Number six, there is a young lady or whatever, a woman, she wrapped her veil over his face. And the history of the church said that the lady or this young woman, her name was Veronica. And on his veil, the image of his face was printed on her veil. So it mentioned in the Bible that one of the women came and put uh, this veil and whipped his face. And this lady historically, her name is Veronica. And they said that the picture of his face was printed on her veil. After that, Jesus falls again for the second time. Then number eight, Jesus, when the women came to cry about him, he said, women of Jerusalem, don't cry on me, but cry on yourself and your children. So this is number eight. Number time, he falls again for the third time. Number 10, they stripped Jesus from his 
garments. Number 11, Jesus was nailed to the cross. Number 12, Jesus asked for a drink. He was thirst. Number 12, Jesus died on the cross. Then the spear on his side, then they, tow, they took him down from the cross and then they buried him in a tomb. So these are the steps that Jesus passed through on Good Friday. The first word Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. And this mentioned in Luke 23, 34. So after they arrested him, they flogged him, they tortured him, they put the throne, uh, thorns on his head, and all of this trouble crucified him. Jesus, the first word he said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. The second word Jesus said to the criminal on the cross who told him, Lord, remember me when you come in your kingdom. So this is the second word. Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. And you find this in Luke 23, 43. The third word, he talked to his mom and John. By the way, at the cross, there were four people only from Jesus' side, they were at the cross. Number one, his mom. Number two is John, the disciple. Number three, Mary, called Mary, the, the, the wife of Clobus. Number three, Mary. Number four, Mary Magdalene. So three women, all of them called Mary. Mary, his mom, Mary, uh, husband of Clobus, and then Mary Magdalene. And only one man, one disciple followed him, who was John, the disciples. And by the way, as you know, that John was his cousin. And so the third word, he said to his mom, woman, this is your son. And then he said to the disciple, John, this is your mother. The fourth word Jesus said when he was in severe agony and severe pain. This before the ninth hour, which is 3 p.m., or you can say at the end of the darkness. He cried, my God, my God, why you have forsaken me? This mentioned in Matthew 27, 46, and also in Mark 15, 34. And after this, he said, I am thirsty. And this mentioned only in John. 1928 and the sixth word 
he said on the cross before he committed his spirit to the Lord, when Jesus had received the wine, he said, it's finished. And he bowed his head and handed over the spirit. And the seven word, which is the last one, mentioned in Luke 23, 46, when he said, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands, I commend. my spirit. Jesus here was obedient to his father to the end. And his final word on the cross is, Father, I commend my spirit. So for this reason, this is a blessed day that we cannot forget. But every time we sin now, we have to go back and look what Jesus did for us. And to me, the crucified one who promised to come again, bless you. Amen.